0: good morning welcome to worship on this beautiful beautiful day
1: our second reading is from the first chapter of second timothy hear now god's word of hope for his people paul an apostle of christ jesus by the will of god for the sake of the promise of life that is in christ jesus to timothy my beloved child Grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. I am grateful to God, whom I worship with a clear conscience, as my ancestors did, but I remember you constantly in my prayers, night and day. Recalling your tears, I long to see you so that I may be filled with joy. I am reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that lived first in your grandmother, Lois, and your mother, Eunice, And now I am sure lives in you for this reason I remind you to rekindle the gift of God that is with you through the laying on of my hands for God did not give us a spirit of cowardice but rather a spirit of power and of love and of self-discipline do not be ashamed then of the testimony about our Lord or of me his prisoner but join with me in suffering for the gospel Relying on the power of God who saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to His own purpose and grace. This grace was given to us in Christ Jesus through the age, before the ages began, but it has now been revealed <clears throat> through the appearing of our Savior Christ Jesus, who abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. For this gospel, I was appointed a herald and an apostle and a teacher. And for this reason, I suffer as I do. But I am not ashamed, for I know the one in whom I have put my trust, and I am sure that he is able to guard until that day when I have what I have entrusted to him. Hold to the standard of sound teaching that you have heard from me, in the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Guard the good treasure entrusted to you with the help of the Holy Spirit living in us. The word of the Lord.
0: Our gospel reading today is from the 17th chapter of Luke, beginning at verse 5. Glory to you, O Lord. The apostles said to the Lord, Increase our faith. And Jesus replied, If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, Be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it will obey you. Suppose one of you had a servant plowing or looking, looking after the sheep. Would he say to the servant when he comes in from the field, Come along now and sit down to eat? Would he not rather say, Prepare my supper, get yourself ready, and wait on me while I eat and drink? After that, you may eat and drink. Would he thank the servant because he did what he was told to do? So you also, when you have done everything you were told to do, should say, We are unworthy servants. We have only done our duty. The Gospel of our Lord. Invite you to pray with me the Holy Spirit prayer in our time of meditation together this morning. Let us pray. Come Holy Spirit and fill the hearts of the faithful and kindle in us the fire of your love. Send forth your Spirit and we shall be created and you shall renew the face of the earth. God who by the light of the Holy Spirit who instructs the hearts of the faithful granted by that same Holy Spirit we may be made truly wise and ever rejoice in his consolations. This we pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. This past Wednesday I received word that one of my lifelong friends and former college roommates had passed away. I'm 65 years old. He was my college roommate, which means he wasn't a whole lot older than me. He'd been battling cancer now for the past two and a half years. And of all my college roommates, he was by far the best of them all we shared a unique experience together one year in college at Northern State University in Aberdeen, South Dakota because you see his major was pre-mortuary science and so his name was Terry Terry and I lived, there was a small apartment in the basement of a funeral home in Aberdeen, South Dakota. And we lived in that apartment in the basement. And you know, maybe you should ask me sometime, I will tell you some very interesting stories to say the least. I can tell you without a doubt that Terry and I had some very memorable experiences working in a mortuary for a year. Some of them that you may not want to hear, What I remember most about Terry is that he was the most gracious, kind, generous, and compassionate person that I had ever met at my young age of about 20. And I sometimes wonder, well, I I know now, and I'm probably going to talk about that in just a few minutes, but the level of maturity that he had for a 20-year-old is absolutely phenomenal his kindness his graciousness and his generosity and his sense of compassion is something that uh, I was very drawn to as I pondered and thought about Terry he will be one of those persons in my life that I will remember is who exemplified Christian faith He was first and foremost a man of faith, and he was a man of faith his entire life. He had a gentle, gracious spirit within him that was evident in the way in which he lived his life every single day. And I have no doubt, I have absolutely no doubt that the people that he has encountered throughout his lifetime, the people who... He has actually touched with his presence in life. If they have seen, if they have met Terry, you have met grace. You have met kindness. You have met compassion. You know, there's very few people in this world like that. And I consider myself extremely fortunate to have known somebody like that. And I will always be grateful for his influence upon me. The last time that I saw Terry was at the graveside of my mother's interment. And I can tell you that after all of those years of knowing him, he had not changed one bit. The grace, the kindness, and the compassion was still very much there and a part of his life. As I read this scripture passage today or this past week from 2nd Timothy, I could not help but think that one of the reasons why Terry became the person that he ended up being is because of the relationship that he had with his parents and his grandparents. You just heard this read from 2nd Timothy where the Apostle Paul is writing and he said, I am reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that was lived first in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice and now I'm sure, lived on in you. One of the things that I came to know about Terry when I first got to know more about him is that we did a lot of traveling together as well. And we had lots of over-the-road conversations. And one of the things that he talked about a lot is his parents and his grandparents and the influence that they had on his life. They were very important to him And they themselves were people who exemplified the faith that Terry came to know because of their witness and example to him. He grew up in the faith, and he was surrounded by family who lived and exemplified the faith and as an example for him to learn from. And for Terry, for Terry, it became a way of life. Three years ago, when I preached on this gospel passage, I quoted the former bishop of the ALC, that's the American Lutheran Church. You know, for those of us who have that Lutheran background, you know, that's either the ALC or the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod or the LCA, the Lutheran Church in America, or the AELC, the Association of Evangelical Lutheran Churches. You know, it's all those spin-offs from all those different divisions in the Lutheran Church. Well, he was the former bishop of the ALC nationally, Reverend Kent Knutson, a man who was known for his profound and faithful life of faith. And one of the things that he wrote and one of the things that he preached about was he did preach about faith, and he said that faith is this, and many of you will remember this because this is a quote from three years ago he said faith is becoming aware of Christ's love faith is trusting in Christ's love faith is responding to Christ's love and faith is being grateful for Christ's love in short faith is being become, becoming aware of trusting in responding to and being grateful for Christ's love and remember three years ago I talked about those little words in with of under through all those little prepositions that connect words together those little words mean everything aware of trust in responding to being grateful for it's all those little words that mean so much They're insignificant in a certain sense, but they mean everything when they connect words together. Faith is something that's planted within us. And it is cultivated and is nurtured in our lives with the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And over time, faith is realized, faith is revealed. And it's revealed to us through the love of God that is spoken, that's lived, and shared through gracious acts of kindness and compassion. First and foremost, through Jesus, who we see and live with in scriptures. But it's also revealed to us and realized through the people of God who have passed those practices of the faith from on from one generation to the next. Like Lois and Eunice. And like Terry's grandparents and Terry's gr- parents. And every day, every day is an invitation from Christ to become aware of, to trust in, to respond to, and to be grateful for Christ's love. The love of God in Christ Jesus, it never stops. One of the things that you can always count on is that the love of Jesus never stops. It never goes away. It is always present. It is with us 24 hours a day, 365 days a year for as long as we live. The love of God is eternal. It does not go away. It will never go away. And that invitation is always there. How does it make you feel to know that every single day you are receiving an invitation again to walk in and with and for and to the love of Christ? Every day we have the opportunity and the gift to be a child of the light through Jesus Christ who is the light of the world and who continues to teach us what it means to be a child of the light. When I think back upon my brother and friend Terry, The world and the people that he encountered each day, they experienced, they literally experienced the light of Christ through his life. And there was nothing quantitatively large about his faith. I believe that Terry was a man of faith. He began each day with the love of God and the grace of Christ, and he simply lived his faith as it was meant to be lived. And I think that Terry was one of those persons that lived his faith one second, one minute, one hour, one day at a time. That's just who he was. And you and I have that same opportunity to live that exact same life every single day of our lives. We have all the faith that we need. We've already got it. Faith is something as small as a mustard seed, and the faith the size of a mustard seed is sufficient enough. As children of light, faith begins our day and it ends our day. All we are invited to do each day is to live that faith, one second, one minute, one hour, one day at a time. Faith begins with Christ's love, it ends with Christ's love, right up to the end of our lives. and Christ's love for us, it will continue even unto eternal life you have enough faith it does not need to be quantified your faith does not need to be banked it doesn't need to be saved up it's not meant to be saved up if you have faith the size of a mustard seed that is sufficient three years ago i quoted reverend david los who wrote about this gospel passage where he said Faith is found not in the mighty acts of heaven, but in the ordinary and everyday acts of doing what needs to be done, responding to the needs around us, and caring for people who come our way. Faith is not, in other words, some kind of scarce resource that needs to be saved or spent or added up. Moreover, faith isn't always heroic. Indeed, It usually isn't, but instead, faith is simply and humbly doing what needs to be done, big or small, great or mundane, just because it needs to be done. My heart is sad, and I'm beginning to realize that some of the most significant people in my life are are no longer with me, at least not in this world. And, you know, for us men, for us men, most of us men, can count all of our significant friends on one hand. And I've already lost three. Three out of five of my most significant people in my life are gone. And I'm sad because the world has lost a light. But, you know, I'm hopeful, too. I'm hopeful, and my faith says that Terry, the light that he was for his wife, for his children, and for his grandchildren and for all of those people that light is going to continue to live on through their lives because of his influence on their life. The light still shines the light shines because Of the love of Jesus. And the light is going to keep on shining because the love of Jesus never ever stops. So as you keep on keeping on, as you keep on trusting in, becoming aware of, responding to, and being grateful for Christ's love, Jesus makes it very clear in his, I don't know if you want to call it a metaphor or if you want to call it a parable. But he makes it very clear to his disciples, to his followers, and to his servants that we step out in faith each day and we simply do the work that needs to be done. And at the end of the day, we say, the work is done and we did what we were told to do. We did it. The faith that is within us, it is sufficient. It's not meant to be banked. It's not meant to be saved up. It's meant to be lived. So go and live it. And do it. And each day with the grace of God and the love of Christ, just keep on doing it. Keep on living it. And it is by the grace of God that you will then awake the next day if you are given the gift of another day where you will once again start your day with the love of God and you will end, the love, end, end your day with the love of God. And you will be gifted again with another day to live faith all over again. Amen. I invite you to pray now the prayer our Lord has taught us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses and lead those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you. And be gracious unto you. The Lord lift his countenance upon you. And give you peace. Amen.